Green. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz, and we have such a great two hours ready to line up for you guys between comedy and music and festivities and Jiptoberfest. We got yourself all lined up for the weekend. So sit back and relax because Good Morning Vale on TV8 starts right now. Lots of interesting weather to report this morning. I'm here in your TV8 Weather Center, and let's take a look at the beautiful Saturday that we have in store for us. Lots of sunshine today, 37 degrees for your temperature by 8 a.m., and your high today is 68 degrees. Taking a look at your full day, lots of sunshine and clear skies all day long. Expect beautiful blue skies above. By noon, 59 degrees. By 4 p.m., 65 degrees. And then 55 degrees tonight at 8 p.m. with clear skies. Over in Denver, a little bit more cooler this week, 73 degrees and sunshine, 68 in Vail, 72 in Eagle, and 70 degrees in sunshine with abundant sunshine all the way around tonight, 33 degrees for your overnight low, clear skies for some stargazing, and it's getting earlier and earlier where the sun sets. Today, it sets at 6.42 p.m., so get out there and enjoy a full day real quick. Sunday, lots more sunshine, 69 for your high and 32 degrees for your low by Monday. More sunshine, 68 for your high, 31 degrees for your low. Those are the times to bring in your plants, everybody. By Tuesday, more sunshine, 67 degrees for your high and 32 degrees for your low. Then by Wednesday, we have a 60% chance of precipitation. Yep, rain's coming back, 52 degrees for your high and 29 degrees for your low. And then we have a lot more Rain and snow in store for us on Thursday. 80% chance of same 42 degrees for your high and 28 degrees for your low. So we have a big wintry mix coming our way. But enjoy the sunshine right now while you can because we have all the fall feels. Now we have so many great things going on for you guys this weekend. Super excited about today. Get on over to Gypsum. It's Gyptoberfest, everybody. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can join in your leader hosen and your Halloween costumes, and they are encouraged to get on over to the Lundgren Theater today from 2 to 5. It's all kinds of family fun, and they have a stein-holding contest. The kids get cider, the adults get beer. You can get all the libations and food you like. They have lots of great music for you all, and it's going to be a really fun experience. There's going to be slides and bouncy houses for the kids. And just a great time for everybody in the entire family. So make sure you get on down to Gyptoberfest at the Lundgren Theater in Gypsum today from 2 to 5. What else is going on? We have coming up the Man of the Cliff, which is going to be super exciting. And we all know that's on the 14th of this month. But before that, the night before, it's a Man of the Cliff launch party, everybody. It's going to take place at the Western Riverfront 
in Avon at 7 p.m. You're going to have live music, and then it's going to all take place on the Stoke and Rye Terrace, so you're going to have a beautiful evening and just enjoy friends, family, food, libations, live music, and get ready for the Man of the Cliff for the next day, which takes place at Nottingham Park with all your axe throwing and keg tossing and speed chopping and all that other fun stuff. So we're going to have a great day on that day, and we have so much more to talk about letting you know what's going on in the community right here at Good Morning Vale on TV8, and we'll be right back. Good Morning Vale. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000-square-foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vale. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8.
Welcome back to the show, everybody. We love to get in shape out here in our community. There's a really cool app that will help you get in shape without leaving your house or in the comfort of your house, however you want to look at it. Our very own Ben Roof had a great conversation with the founder of something called Retrain. It's a fitness app you can download and then get your workout on. Let's find out all about it right now. Welcome back to the show. As we've always kind of... No, let me start again. Sorry. That was not going anywhere. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. We can all use a little bit of help getting back on track with both our health and our fitness goals, especially after the last couple of years. And Krista Caramillo is joining me now. She's the founder of Retrain, a fantastic app that's going to help us really get back on track. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the, or, or how you started with Retrain and kind of what your goals are there? Sure. So I actually originally started Retrain after Hurricane Katrina. I'm from New Orleans originally. So after being displaced and moving back to New Orleans, Louisiana, I recognized the need for people to reset. So thus I started, I left the clinical space and went into Uh, and started retrain. And moving forward, now 2023, relaunching into California with the pandemic happening, I'm seeing the need again. We're in a different world. We're in a different mindset. So really the idea here is a wellness and coaching company to really help people who have through this pandemic and through life in general with self-limiting behaviors, um, so maybe self-sabotaging habits and stressors, really getting them clear and getting them back on a path to health through movement as medicine, uh, lifestyle change, uh, giving them the real facts about their health and what is happening, giving them that visual picture, and giving them the tools and sort of toolbox to move forward with their health. So well, yeah. It seems like that's a really powerful tool, especially getting over some of those self-limiting beliefs and those hang-ups internally. I was watching this video recently of a dog that was jumping over baby gates. No matter how high the baby gate got, he could clear it easy. But then his parents put a vacuum in the way. Not a chance. The vacuum was smaller than all of the baby gates, but there was no way he was going to try and jump over that vacuum. And it was just an amazing little illustration there of how those self-limiting beliefs can impact us and how mental barriers can be a little bit more limiting than any physical barriers can be. So tell us a little bit about how Retrain helps to kind of surmount some of those internal self-limiting beliefs. I think the first step that we do mostly is, is, and I'll track back a little bit, I think the opportunity for care and access to care is, is, is minimal right now. People are waiting and maybe they have to wait months to see a provider, a healthcare clinician. So I think the first step is really getting really honest about where you are and, and being really transparent and taking that perception that maybe we put out in the world and putting it and reflecting it on ourselves. And once we can get clear on that and why we want to do something, it's a little bit easier to embrace habits. And the truth is we start with that identifying and becoming real clear with where you are. <laughs> Cause if you don't know where you are, it's hard to move forward and then taking them in tiny steps and using strategies such as movement as medicine, um, becoming a little more reflective, 
finding out what makes the person tick, how they learn. And when you can tap into that through assessment, it's, it's a much easier, easier approach to kind of move them forward. But it really does start with self and then giving them those strategies and tools to move forward, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. When you're talking about movement as medicine, what exactly do you mean by that? Are we talking just yoga routines to kind of <laughs> help us stretch ourselves out or realign? Or are you talking more about how getting out there and some activity can really kind of help reset the brain chemistry a little bit? Yeah. Well, I use the term movement specifically because when people hear the term exercise, uh, not everyone's able to do that. And it can be very intimidating. And the truth is, I mean it in a kind of a holistic sense. We move the body right? We have 600 muscles almost in the body and we don't use half of them, if not a three fourths of them. So it's getting us off the couch. We spent a lot of time these last four years isolated. Um, so getting us moving physically, but also moving our minds um, finding things for input and output throughout the day, taking things in that are serving for us in the morning. When we wake, I always tell my clients, let's take something for input whether it's a podcast, whether it's an inspirational book or a meeting that you're hopping onto, and then use some time for output. So moving the mind, and then it goes a little bit deeper depending on where you're at. There's a spiritual component. Our bodies are energy, and I think it's really important to understand that. And the more that we can be in tune with ourselves, the more we can kind of move ourselves into a different direction that's more positive for, for us that makes sense. Uh, totally. And I mean, definitely with that idea that just movement and engaging movement. in some sort of movement can also really help to kind of get your mind moving, to reuse yeah. the word, in a new direction and really kind of help jar us out of, you know, any habits or routines that might be creating some negative patterns with us. So, Going back to something you said earlier about having to be honest with ourselves, is that something yeah. that retrain really helps? I've found that it can sometimes take the input of another person to kind of help you be honest with yourself. How do you guys yeah. approach that? Well, I think when people come to me for work in this space, often I've been working a lot with healthcare professionals. I'm a healthcare professional, and there's been a lot of stressors that have had them turn to maybe poor behaviors, whether it be um, lack of sleep, lack of exercise, maybe self-medicating with substances. And, and the way we turn that around is really just getting them very, very clear and knowing it's a safe space, right? A lot of times when people come to us, they don't know where to start or there's a little bit of shame threaded in there. Um, they don't want to talk about it. And that in and of itself is the first step, is just getting people to understand that you're in a safe space where people understand and resonate with where you are, and that there's a lot of people who are going through this. So I think when you can connect with a person and help them understand that, you know, this is, this is how sometimes we cope when we don't have the outlets that we maybe once had due to lots of things, maybe a pandemic, perhaps, maybe our job is is taking over more time or maybe we're just not making the time for ourselves. So it really does start with, I think, giving people a safe space to be heard and to tell their story. 
Well, and I mean, I can see that being super, super helpful. And it can definitely be challenging if you're trying to make some changes in your life to look at your life from that 30,000 foot angle and really kind of untangle the different knots and the different webs and to have that outside perspective, somebody else to take a look and be like, you know, maybe start over here can yeah. be super, super helpful. And it sounds to me like that's a lot of what Retrain is doing. It is. It is, especially when it comes to the type of clients that I work with. And right now, a lot of it is healthcare professionals or athletes and people who might be in professions where and they're not able to hide. And what I mean by that is they have to work on a day-to-day basis with people. It's part of the profession. Whereas maybe someone who can work from home can can be behind the computer screen. Um, there's nowhere sometimes for them to turn and to feel like, hey, sometimes the helper needs to help. <laughs> and there's the tricky part because we're supposed to be that that vision, that that place of authority that's helping and we can't be weak or vulnerable. And I, what I'm saying is the vulnerability is what's going to get you to the next step. You know, there's just growth and comfort can't live in the same room. You have to have a little bit of vulnerability to have growth and change. And, and I think that's what retrain allows people to do is really, you know, be vulnerable in spaces so we can attack and really work on the things to improve um, and live the life they want to live. Well, and especially if you're in such a public facing and authoritative yeah. position, having yeah. that safe space to kind of take care of yourself with the need or the prying eyes of the community that you're supposed to be serving can be super, yeah. super helpful and give people that space to really yeah. grow and make change. Absolutely. It's true. And, and a lot of times what I find is when you are in that, that space of authority or especially in healthcare, a lot of times the support you seek, you work in those spaces. Maybe your insurance and your, you get your care at at the hospital you work at, and and sometimes healthcare professionals don't want people. We know we have HIPAA, but the reality is you may see people you know, and you don't want to share that. And unfor- that's unfortunate because they may not be getting the care that they need, and and those people as well um, need help. We're humans, and and deserve the time and rest and space. And and unfortunately, right now in some positions, that's just not an option. Taking off a month to reset is just not an option for a lot of people. And there needs to be that bridge there. So absolutely, that's part of what, what I do with Retrain. So Krista Caramillo, if people are looking for more information about Retrain, they like to reach out to you and participate, how could they do so? You can find me on LinkedIn at Krista Camarillo. You can find me on Instagram at Krista Camarillo Official, and that will take you into landing pages to schedule a discovery call with me. Awesome. Krista Camarillo of Retrain, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be right back after a short break. Thanks for sharing. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TV8 Fail. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, Experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure.
Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Hi, I'm Cece Zach with Good Day Vale, and recently I sat down with Carol Brannigan, who is a local volunteer extraordinaire, as well as Joanna Kerwin, the 2020 Vale Volunteer of the Year recipient. Stay tuned for that episode today because we're going to help you learn how to volunteer and bring your best life into the valley. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. Are you ready for some high school sports? Let's get on over to Robbie Whittle. He is our sports guy, and he's got some great stuff to show us. All right, thanks for joining us. I know all you ski bums are itching to get back out there on the mountain. I am too, and I've got some good news for you. Vail Resorts, among others, have listed some projected opening days for when they believe the mountains will be rideable. Beaver Creek is expected to open around Thanksgiving, while Vail is hoping to be open by the 10th of next month. Breckenridge, expected to be open around the same time as Vail, and Crested Butte, we should be seeing open come the end of next month. Keystone, as always, looking to welcome everyone as soon as possible and hopefully could be opening their doors as early as this month. So we have ASAP written there just in case. Double checked Copper's website a day ago or so and they're thinking they'll be up and running by November 13th. So we're just around the corner from a brand new season. For the second time this season, longtime rivals Eagle Valley and Battle Mountain High met on the soccer field, this time in Edwards, and Battle Mountain was looking for the sweep of Eagle Valley in the regular season. The Huskies hosted the Devils in Edwards and were looking for their 11th win of the season. This story is going to start and end with this man right here, Jacob Methvin of the Huskies. He'll put the egg in the corner of the nest to send the Huskies up 1-0 on the rival school, then moving over to the second half, a penalty kick. Will set the Huskies up in scoring position. Danny Sanchez taps it to Methvin, who rips it to the right side of the net for the goal. Battle Mountain goes up 2 0, 
And under a minute to go, the man with the magic slides another one past the keeper for the explanation point. Tarp comes off, and he heads to the student section to celebrate. A three-goal night for Jacob Methvin. Battle Mountain knocks off Eagle Valley for the regular season sweep, 3-1. And we had to catch up with Methvin after the game. Battle Mountain just picked up their 11th win of the season, knocking off the rival school, Eagle Valley, 3-1. Joining me right now, Jacob Methvin. Three goals on the game today. Jacob, how did it feel to uh, get this one today? It felt amazing. It was a good game, and we were working hard the whole time, and it was nice to finish that last goal and have the hat trick and win the game. Okay, and then coming out of the locker room, you know, at the half, you know, they you put up one on that PK. They kind of crawl back in with that other goal. How did you guys just stay focused and ultimately just pull off the win today? Um, I think we had a good speech at halftime from Cope and Cam, and uh, we just continued to work and push our hardest, and we got it. Okay, and 2-0 and against the Devils this regular season. What does that mean to you and this program to go 2-0 and in the regular season against the rival school? It obviously feels nice to win against the rival school, but I think we need to work toward the playoffs now. Okay, just kind of that playoff mindset yeah. from here on out. We got to talk about that third goal. Tarp comes off, both hands go up in the air. Was that pre-planned or did that just kind of pop into your head as soon as you scored? Uh, we had talked about it uh, for a couple games if I ever got the opportunity to, and I think today was the perfect opportunity to take it off and show the fans. <laughs> that was awesome, man. You had me all riled up there from that celebration too. But uh, last thing I want to hit on, you know, you guys still got a couple games left in the regular season. What's kind of the focus from here on out? I think work hard at practice and continue to develop and be stronger for playoffs and come win the chip this year. All right. Anything you want to add? No, I think that'll be it. Thank you. All right. Great game. Thank you. We'll take a look now at some other scores from around the Valley. Vail Mountain School ended their game with Coleridge in a draw. And on Tuesday evening, Glenwood Springs made the trip over to Grand Junction, where they beat Grand Junction High 3-1. After a big win last week over Plateau Valley, Vail Christian football now sits at 3-2 and two on the season. I went over to Edwards to talk with both coordinators to see what's working on both sides of the ball and what this team needs to do in order to pick up a win against Hayden on the road Friday. Vail Christian School gearing up for a big game this Friday night. Joining me right now, the offensive minds of the Saints, Bob Ingleby. Bob, how are you feeling going into this matchup Friday? Well, Hayden's always really tough. Um, they got a great program. We've had close games with them last, geez, five, seven years. So it'll be a hard-fought game. Okay, and going back to last week, you guys won big over Plateau Valley. Did that kind of give your team the spark they needed after dropping that one a week prior to Front Range Christian? Well, it was good to play a clean football game from our side. We uh, That's probably our first complete game of the year where we didn't make a ton of mistakes and we just played really well. So good to get that loss out of our mouth and play a clean game. Okay. And, you know, five games into the season, it's about that point where you realize, you know, what this team is truly made of. What have you seen so far in these five to six weeks that you've really liked from your offense? We're balanced. We can run and pass. We're starting to really figure out who the playmakers are. Some of the young guys are growing up. And... Probably most important, our offensive line is starting to play really well. we got a really good, deep group of offensive linemen, and they're the guys who make all the difference. And they're starting to play well and gel together. So that's what I'm most excited about, the O-line. Okay. In another game week, what are you guys focused on in practice this week? 
the same thing as almost every week, which is play our football, do the things right, do the little things, take care of ourselves, and see what happens. <laughs> Love that answer. And you guys got Hayden coming up on Friday. It's Thursday now, not too far away from game day. But uh, what do you guys need to focus on entering that matchup on the road to walk out of there with a W on the schedule? We need to focus on what we do best, which is run the football, and then run the football more, and then surprise them with passes. <laughs> and uh, if you don't mind me asking, when's the best time to surprise a team with a pass in eight-man football? Maybe the first play of the game, so we'll do that. <laughs> no, it, it really, it's, I don't know if there's a best time. It's, I try to get a feel for it when they're creeping up and trying to stop the run, and that's when we throw it. Okay, and uh, how have you liked your run game so far this year? You guys have been able to put up some heavy yardage in these five to six weeks, but what do you think really stands about your run game that may be a little different from the opponents you guys match up with? We're balanced. We have a lot of different guys who can run it. We've got six or seven guys who are all good. And then we've got a, a few guys who are maybe special. Uh, but we're waiting to see if they'll keep doing that. Uh, but we're balanced and deep, deeper than we've ever been. Okay. And kind of back to week one, you know, I came here and found out that Battle Mountain, five of their kids had joined your program. What have you liked from those kids? How have they kind of helped build your team up this season? Uh, it's just they're a bunch of great kids. They blend right in. They're very hardworking, very respectful, very diligent, tough kids who uh, I don't view them as Battle Mountain kids anymore. I just view them as Vail Christian kids. Um, so they're just really great kids. That's my favorite part about them. They're fine young men. Awesome. Anything you want to add, Bob? Um, no. Awesome. Well, Bell Christian, they got a matchup away at Hayden coming up this Friday at 7 p.m. Maybe go out, show your support for the Saints. We got another interview from the uh, defensive mind of the Saints coming up next. All right, we're back with more coaches' interviews. We got the defensive mind of the Saints, Dan Misnick. So, Coach, what have you liked from your defense this season? Your five games in, what's really stood out? Gosh, we, we've graduated quite a few guys over the last few years, and it's fun to see new pieces coming in and, and seeing how they they put together to see how we can put a team together. And, and I've been really impressed with the physicality of these kids. Uh, they come in, they play hard football, and, and we really take pride in trying to stop the run, and we've been able to do that a few times this year. Okay, and going back to last week, Plateau Valley, you held them to, I believe, six points, three points, mm -hmm. something along the lines of that. What did you like from your defense beside them just, you know, not allowing, giving up points on the board? Mm -hmm. Again, we focus on that, the front line. I mean, it, we, we, the D-line played really well. We're just getting good penetration, and our linebacker was really filling. We got some younger guys in there later in the game and, and saw some really positive things out of them as well. Reading the guards, filling the holes that they needed to, and, and, and we focused a ton on tackling last week. Um, we wanted to get better at those fundamentals, and I saw a lot of that on the field. And you guys have so much depth at linebacker this season. You got Jack Pryor and a couple of other guys. Jack, you know, he's such a huge part of this team. He's been here forever. He's a guy that everyone looks up to. What has all that depth at linebacker really opened up for you all this season? 
Man, it's allowed us to put some speed at some other positions. Uh, and when you can when you can run a defense and, and, and your linebacker and you you can trust him to make the tackle, plug the plug the middle of the field, it really opens you up and allows you to get some pressure off the edge. Okay. And we were just talking with Bob. You know, there's not a lot of passing in eight man football, let alone high school football. How would you assess your team's ability to stop the run these five games in? Yeah, we. Um, Man, Lions came out and punched us in the mouth, and it was a really good wake-up call that we've got to play better football. Uh, and since then, we've, again, we focused on those fundamentals. We've worked really hard at tackling and practice, uh, developed some really fun new drills to develop those basic skills that you need to, to, to win at any level of football. And, and you, could, you can watch the film and you can see us getting better every game, and that's just the goal as we work towards potentially making a playoff run. Okay, and front range Christian, that was a tough loss on y'all. But, uh, you know, from those losses, you tend to learn more than you do from the wins, I think, because it really makes you humbled and kind of think about the game a little bit more in a different way. What do you guys, what did you guys really take away from that game that you implemented in that game with Plateau Valley the following week? So you pulled off, you know, such a great game on both sides of the ball. Right, I mean, what we took is, is, is kind of as Bob said, is, is we need to get better at what we do. Um, going in, the game plans were similar for both games, but we really focused on the little things, doing your job, whether you're an offensive lineman, whether you're a cornerback, making sure you understand your responsibility and doing your responsibility versus trying to make all the plays yourself. Um, we made a lot of silly mistakes against front range, and, and they capitalized on that. We were able to come and put together a complete game against Plateau Valley uh, and, and thankfully came, come out with a win. You know, I, I talk with a lot of head coaches, and they tell me that winning the turnover margin is probably the most crucial part of the game. Would you would you kind of say it's the same thing with eight man football? It's certainly a huge part of the equation. I think I think that and winning the line of scrimmage. Just just the, if you can do those two things, um, protect the ball when you've got it, and then can try to control the line of scrimmage. I mean, those those two things are going to predict the winner in, in just about every football game. Okay, and let's talk about your defensive line a little bit. How have they have they been able to explode off the line and get to the quarterback? Yeah, we've uh, we've got some seniors that are that at, at those DN positions, and they've been getting good pressure in there. Will Will Newman and and uh, Christian, who's coming over from Vail Mountain School, actually. Uh, and then we try to rotate our D tackles, try to try to spread the love a little bit. They, most teams have the same guys going both ways, offensive line, defensive lines. We try to rotate them out, keep them fresh, and that senior leadership has allowed us to do that. Okay, and with so many different schools represented on this team, you know, you got Bill Christian, the majority, you got Vail Mountain School, and you got Battle Mountain. How are these kids all gelling together? Are they working well together? They're working really well together. As Bob said, it, it doesn't feel like we have three different schools coming together. It really feels like one cohesive unit, uh, especially as we work towards, uh, as, as we've you know, gotten better throughout the year. Um, yeah, they're, they're all great kids. Every single one of them out here is good character, hardworking. And, and since that loss at Front Range, we've really been focused on doing the little things, and it's, and it's shown. Okay, and you know we got a new week in front of us tomorrow. You guys got a match up with Hayden. They're two and three on the season. What do you guys need to do to win this week? Go one and zero. Like you said, go one and zero. Well, we're focused on on going to, going to Hayden. Hayden always puts up a good fight. They come in with a good game plan. They've got some stuff on offense. They're moving the ball. They spread it out, um, and and have lots of motions. And so we've got to be assignment 
disciplined, especially defensively, uh, and come out, again, do our job, make sure you know your responsibility and do it at full speed. Gotcha. Anything you want to add, Coach? No. Go Saints. Like we talked about, Vail Christian will have a matchup with 2-3 and three Hayden Friday night on the road at 7 p.m. In the Valley, though, Eagle Valley will be looking for their second win of the season when they play Palisade. Palisade sitting at 1-5 and five and Eagle Valley 1-4. That kickoff will come at 7 p.m. Glenwood Springs will also host a 7 p.m. game at home against 4-1 Durango. Now shifting gears and looking at some of the volleyball scores from this week. Battle Mountain fell to Palisade Thursday night 3-0 and Vail Mountain School knocked off Hayden at home 3-1. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web tvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook TVA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. Good morning, Bill. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm your in-studio host, Liz, for Good Morning Vale on TV8. Now, I've seen so many people on skateboards and everything like that, but you don't have to be on the sidewalk anymore. There's a brand new skate park in Gypsum called Skate Gypsum. Julio got to speak with them, and now you can find out all about the park and what you can do there. Right, we are outside our TV8 studio, and I'm joined here by a wonderful group of Red Canyon High School students who are a part of the Skate Gypsum Group, and they have done tremendous work to get a new skateboard, which is now open in Gypsum. So they're here to tell us all about it. You might remember some of them. They were on Good Morning Vale a few weeks ago, so they're here to give us a little bit of some updates, how they're feeling, how's everything going, and I'm going to kind of just go down the line, have them all introduce themselves. We've got their teacher, Ms. V, here as well. So let's get started and learn everything about Skate Gypsum and how everything is going. I'll start with you. What's your name and grade? My name's Adriana. I'm in 10th grade. Awesome. Welcome. Uh, I'm a junior. My name is Soren. Nice to meet you. Miss B? Hi, my name's Kendall Van Valkenberg. My students call me Miss B, and thanks for being here. All right. Who do we have here? Hi, I'm Katherine Schering, and I'm a senior at Red Canyon. Awesome. What about you? Hello, my name is Louisa Setmeyer, and I'm a junior at Red Canyon. Thank you, Louisa. Hello. How, who do we have here? Uh, my name is Jonathan McCabe, and I am in 10th grade. Jonathan, nice to meet you. What about over here? Hola, soy una estudiante en la escuela de Red Canyon, and I'm a junior. Junior, what is your name? Jade Esparza. Jade, nice to meet you. I'm Cassie Boggs, and I'm a sophomore at Red Canyon. Cassie, nice to meet you. And last but not least? Um, I'm Esperanza Landeros, and I'm a senior. Esperanza. Well, thank you all so much for coming. I'm kind of just going to be chit-chatting with these guys. They have done tremendous work, as I mentioned, with the skate gypsum and the new skate park in gypsum. So why don't we start off with how did this idea come about? Who said, you know, hey, let's get a skate park going down in gypsum. We need a new skate park. How did this idea come about? Who wants to take that one? I can start off. Do I hold it? You got it. Awesome. So, so we had a bunch of students just ditching school, and you know, it's it's hard being at school. It's it's a hard place. You gotta be there a long time. So, people would leave, some would stay, and we noticed that a bunch of people were going to the skate park during the day, and Miss V and a bunch of other students, including me, myself, got together, and we're like. What if we made a class that included skateboarding to bring it into the school, to get credits, to have kids enjoy something, have something to look forward to on the weekend, on Friday, to have something to come to school for for the week? And it just happened, and it worked, and we love it. Anyone else want to go? Yeah, that's awesome. Ms. V, I'll jump to you real quick because you, as Luisa said, um, you know, the students came to you and they kind of wanted the skateboarding class and you were the person kind of behind all of this as well and the skateboarding class and all this project. Tell us briefly about this class and kind of your perspective from it as well. Yeah, so we started the skate class and on Fridays we were going to the skate parks that were local. Um, what I noticed is that the more Up Valley kids were ditching if they came to the Gypsum skate park. So I started looking, we all started looking at what made a skate park desirable to go to and our skate park in gypsum the old one is amazing it's awesome it was great 21 years ago um but there were some things that we could implement in a new park that would make it more desirable and so we went to the town as an authentic audience for our project like how could we make skating more desirable in our community and the town was behind our crazy idea so 
That's awesome. Well, that's super exciting. And you guys had the grand opening of the new skate park on September 15th, correct? So it's been a couple weeks now. How happy have you all felt through this process? How did you feel, you know, receiving so much support from the town of Gypsum, from other students, from community members? And we even had uh, Congressman Joe Goose there also helping out. So how did, how did you all feel? Um, it was like a really great opportunity for all of us because, you know, we came so far over the last three years and we would all meet and go to the skate park and like it would just be a great community every single day and it's great to just see it happen and it get bigger, the community and yeah, the new skate park is amazing. Well, you all should be so proud of yourselves because I know it was a lot of work. Luisa, you want to add something real quick? Yes, I do. Um, starting this project off in a small classroom in a small space and seeing it come alive going to town council meetings and speaking an amazing opportunity to be a part of and honestly meeting joe nagus i met him that day seeing our small classroom project be so big and supported and appreciated was an awesome feeling I bet it was. Now, I know that you all were super involved from fundraising to grant writing to being hands-on at the park. What were some of those proud moments that everyone said, you know, hey, you know, we're doing a really cool thing here. What, what, what are you all most proud of? But then also what were maybe some of those challenges or the not-so-fun parts? Who wants to take that one? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, can I say it in Spanish or English? English. English. Yes. Um, some of the hard challenges were building stuff for the skate park, like the welding part. The fun parts were the welding class because we did get to learn new stuff and the welding was fun, but it was a little bit dangerous. But I think that that was kind of one of the struggles was just learning and how to build the stuff for the skate park, the new skate park. Well, has any other proud moments, anything they feel super accomplished for? Well, actually getting the skate park is a really big part of it because getting all of the money and the town approval as well as all of the, the uh, like donations for materials and resources and their time, that it took a lot of effort to get all of that through. So, and the fact that we actually have a functioning skate park and it's actually a really nice one says a lot. Well, once again, um, you all should be so proud of yourselves. You wanted to add something else? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, one struggle was that a lot of the skaters didn't want to wait to skate at the new skate park. It was a very hard process for all of them. They were all like, oh, I can't wait. Like, I'm so excited. And that's how, like, everybody felt. And it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Now, what about... Um, what are the hours for the park? Where can people come? It's now completely open, so if anybody wants to go check it out, it's in Gypsum. Tell us a little bit more about this. Jonathan, right? Yes. Go ahead. Um, the skate park is located at the Gypsum Complex, just up the street from the rec center. Um, the hours are from soon as the sun rises till about 10 o'clock. Sunrise to 10 p.m. You can check out the new skate park in Gypsum. I'm sure you'll see some of these friends um, there skating because I know that that's what they love and it's one of their passions. So thank you all so much for coming and sharing a little bit more about this. And um, awesome job, guys. I mean, you pulled it off. I know it was a lot of work. We all should be very proud of yourselves. So thank you all for coming. Now we'll take a short break. But we'll be right back with more of Good Morning Vale. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TV8 Vale. 
From fashion to food, from film to festivals, experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. When you're in Vale, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Liz for Good Morning Vale here on TV8. I have somebody super special sitting next to me right now. It's Phil Latai. I'm super happy to have you here. Thank you for coming in this morning. Thank you for having me. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring you in is I was in Eagle one day, and I saw this store, and it wasn't really a store, and it said Hidden Games, Hidden Table Games. Yes, that's correct. And I was like, hmm, what's that all about? So I decided to give you a call and find out. And now here you are because I'm really intrigued by what you are doing. We have something really cool in the community over in Eagle where people come in and play specific games. First of all, let's explain to everybody what you are and what the entity is all about. Okay. Yeah, Hidden Table Games is a game shop. Um, we do hobby games primarily. Um, not necessarily Monopoly or Scrabble, uh, more like the games that I brought with us today. Um, think about Catan, Ticket to Ride, Splendor, those types of games. Um, we also sell Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Magic cards, things like that. Um, we have miniatures games and paints. Um, so yeah, just kind of your all-round hobby store. I love that. And what made you come up with this idea? Because it's not every day you see... A place like this, what I like about this place is this isn't something that's your average everyday game store because you can go in and buy games and we're going to go over some of these games in a minute, but people can come in and play. Yes, absolutely. So we have an open play space uh, in, located in the back of the store. That's, that's why it's called Hidden Table right? Um, because it's kind of it's hidden away um, in the back. Not a lot of people know that it's there until we kind of point it out. Um, but you can come in with your family or with your friends and sit down, play some games. We have a snack bar, um, and we have a whole library of games that you can choose from. That is so cool. So if I want, if I had like six friends or something, we wanted to go over there. You can literally have a fun, exciting event for like several hours. You can, let's say, take wingspan out and yes, sit down with absolutely. your friends and play. And then, do you ever bring in people that don't know each other and maybe have a? connection where people can meet and greet and then play? 
Yeah, so the biggest thing about board games is that it's a community. And yeah. like when I say it's a community, it really, really is. Right. Um, the only reason why local gaming stores are successful is because the community supports them. Um, and you can come in. So Thursday is kind of our designated board game night, although you can play board games on any night. Uh -huh. But Thursday is like if you want to try a new game or you don't have a group or something like that. Thursday is the perfect day to come in, and uh, board game people are super friendly and always willing to, to you know, let you join in. Um, they'll teach you the game. I'll teach you the game. Um, and we have, we have games that range from one player, so you can play solo, all the way up to 100. You can literally wow. play with 100 people at once. Could you imagine 100 people playing a board game in your place? Now, you already, like you just said, there was like 25 people there. Just, what, what day was that? Yeah, last night last we night. had uh, Magic the Gathering, Friday Night Magic. Um, yeah, and we had 20, 25 people. And last night we had about 20 just there to play board games. Now explain to me, what is this Magic Night? Uh, so Magic the Gathering is a, a trading card game, just like Pokemon. And oh. I actually brought a pack I know, for I can't you. wait to open one. Yeah. Um, so Magic the Gathering is a, an internationally played card game. It started in 1994. Where have um, I been? Yeah, there's about 33,000 unique cards in the game, um, and there are many formats, and the, you know, we've had lots of people come out and play Magic, and uh, it's, it's been a really good time. That sounds like so much fun. At first, I was thinking Magic, like real Magic and stuff oh. like that. So, when I was a kid, we had Candyland, and we had Monopoly, and things like that. I don't recognize any of these games. I'm so curious. So what is the most popular out of all these games that we have here? Okay, so uh, out of these games, the most popular by far is Catan. And that's the game most people have heard about. Um, it's kind of the, the new Monopoly, if you will. Catan. Yep. So explain how this works. All right. So Catan is a resource management game. Um, modern board games have a variety of mechanics. I brought two tile, place, tile lane games and two resource management games with me today. Um, resource management. See, this is all kinds. I, I, I don't get any of this. This is so cool. Though. What does resource management mean? <laughs> yeah, so, so resource management is just like it sounds. You're going to have a variety of resources that you're going to be managing or using in order to maximize points or build things or uh, you know, develop like a, an engine, if you will. Okay. Um, and so that, that's kind of what Catan is about. Um, Wingspan is very similar. In Wingspan, you are a bird watcher, and Ooh. you are trying to attract uh, different types of birds to your aviary. What? Um, yeah, by, by managing the resources that you have. So these are like zooped-up battleship games almost. Oh, you know? not quite. No. We do have those. In the you front do? there, we have a, a painting set for Battletech. Battletech no, is a that? tabletop miniatures game. Aww. So you'll, you'll move your they're large mechs, and you'll move them around a board and then you'll be able to uh, d do combat with each other. Whoa, so this is really something that you can jump in and you can literally have your imagination go wild. This is so cool. You know, we don't always have to go sit at a bar. We can always do something really intriguing and exciting. And so the Catan is the most popular game. And then we have Calico and Wingspan. Here's my Wingspan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big one. And then, okay, I do remember Pokemon. So what happens with these cards? These are trading cards, correct? Yes. So and what do they do with them? 
Right, so there's a game around Pokemon that many people play. Um, We're working on becoming an official Pokemon tournament store. Ooh. Um, and many people just collect them because the art on them is really, really cool. All right, I got you gifted me with a bag. I'm super excited. Hunter, check this out. <laughs> all right, so these are my cards. Yep. And I have all these. Now, if I showed a card on camera, and somebody who has who wants this card is gonna get real excited. Oh yeah, maybe. All right. If, did you get a shiny one in there? A shiny one? They're all shiny. Well, we have one more chance. You could have gotten a foil maybe in the next pack. Oh, I'm so excited. This is fun. All right. <laughs> what yeah. happens if I get a foil card? Uh, well, usually they're they could be full arts. They're uh, they're a little bit more valuable than the than the non. I want a foil card real bad now. But I love this. This is so much fun. Oh, yeah. Here's your first one. So you might have two. <gasps> oh, there we go. Look at, that. Look at this, everybody. What does this mean now? So that's a foil trainer card. And what does that mean? Oh, it's a, it, like I said, they're rarer than the non-foils. Ah. They, they go in your deck and have special abilities. The other one, Oh, you got two foils oh, in that I pack. am so Very nice. Cool. Yeah, okay. There are definitely some kids out there that are very, very jealous of you. Really? Right <laughs> yeah. All right, kids. Five dollars a card. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> these are cool. I have no problem if somebody sees some of these cards and wants to have one. All you got to do right. is text us over here or send Daniela a note at daniellatv8.com, and I will be happy to maybe relinquish one. <laughs> I don't know. These are really cool. And, I mean, Pokemon started off as just like an animated film, right? So, yeah, there was a, series. A, a, a card game and a and a. Game Boy game in the beginning by Game Freak. Oh. That was the first thing on uh, on the old, old Game Boy. Yeah. That is so, so fun. I love this. Now, what made you... Have you been a local? Uh, so I have not lived here that long. Uh -huh. I moved here last February. Nice. Well, welcome yeah. to the community. You, you must love much. it here. You're never going anywhere now. Yeah, I do. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, we had snow combined with the with the changing of the leaves to uh. get both of those at the same time. Oh, wow, yeah. It's, That's a good time to move here, uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, I moved here in the winter. I was like, what's going on? But I've been right. here 15 years. So once you're here, you just it's like an addiction. You just don't want to leave. Uh -huh. Now, I love this place. What are your days and your hours and times for everybody so they know that they can go in, bring a group, or join a group? Okay, great. So Wednesday through Friday, we're open 1 to 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday and Sunday is 11 to 9. Okay. And we're closed Mondays and Tuesdays nice. for now. But okay. based on the response from the community, which has been unbelievable, um, we may add some extra days. I think that's wonderful, and I'm really excited. You're a young entrepreneur, so congratulations on that. Thank you so and much. And your Hidden Game Store's grand opening is? Today. Yay! So, what's going to happen for your grand opening? What can people expect when they get on over there? Well, you know, it's going to be kind of the, the, the normal operations over there. Um, we normally charge $5 as a cover um, for the back space, but today it's play for free. So come down and, and join us and check out what we've got to offer. Thank you so much. You guys got to get on over there. It's Hidden Table Games in Eagle. And Phil Latai is the owner. And I'm really, really glad to meet you. And I have foil cards if anybody wants one. Thank you so much for coming in today. This is a real special and unique experience. And I'm really wishing you all the best of luck. And it doesn't matter if you live in Eagle or you want to go to Eagle. This is a great experience for everybody. 
something different, something to enjoy. Good, clean fun, right? Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming in and introducing yourself and Hidden Table Games and Eagle. Thank you so much. Phil Latai, everybody, make sure you get on out. Do you have a website or anything like that? Um, so we're on Facebook, okay. uh, Hidden Table Games, and then our address is 228 Broadway Street. There you go, everybody. Make sure you get on over to Hidden Table Games, say hi to Phil, and, of course, get your Pokemon game cards and all of this other fun stuff. Thanks again for being here. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be right back with more Good Morning Vale on TV8 after this. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome to the second hour of Good Morning Vail on TV8. It's Saturday. I'm your in-studio host, Liz. I want to thank Phil Latai for being here in the first hour with Hidden Table Games and Eagle. Go check them out. And we have some great guests coming up for the second hour. Sit back, relax. Your second hour of Good Morning Vail starts right now. everybody let's take a look at your weather i'm here at the tva weather center and we can expect sunshine for several days before we get a little bit of a wintry mix today lots of sunshine and a cool cool day 37 degrees by 8 a.m and 68 degrees is your high today as we take a look at the full day by noon 59 degrees 65 degrees by 4 p.m and 8 p.m 55 degrees all clear skies and a beautiful afternoon and evening is in store for all of us. Over in Denver right now, it's 73 and sunny. Sunny everywhere, everybody. In Vail, 68. 72 in Eagle and 70 degrees in Avon. As we take a look tonight, your overnight low is 33 degrees. Time to bring in your plants, everybody. Clear skies for some stargazing. We have a nice, beautiful crescent moon for you all. And the sun will set at 642 PM. As we take a look at your five-day forecast, sunshine all the way through Tuesday, 69 on Sunday, 68 on Monday, 67 on Tuesday, and then we can expect snow and rain, everybody. That's right. 60% chance of same on Wednesday, 52 degrees for your high and 29 degrees for your low. And then when we hit Thursday, 80% chance 
of snow and rain, a wintry mix they like to call it, 42 degrees for your high and only 28 degrees for your low. That is a look at your weather, everybody. It's TV8. I'm Liz, and we have some really great things going on for you guys. I just want to remind everybody about Jiptoberfest is coming up today. You guys got to get over there. There's going to be stein holding and beer holding contests. Cider for the kids. There's bouncy houses and slides and so much more. You're going to make sure you get on over there. And I want to remind everybody, because we have some special guests today, to talk about the comedy show that we are having at Route 6 Cafe and Lounge on October 14th. It's the Too Funny for Their Own Gourd Fall Comedy Festival. We have headliner Brant Tobler. He will be here with us this morning, as well as Claire Noble. That's right. Who knew? She did comedy. She's going to do a special guest set. And now we might have a special guest set as well from our very own Hunter here, our camera guy. He's going to do some fun stuff that night, too. It's going to be so much fun. October 14th, dinner seating at 6 p.m. If you want to enjoy a delicious dinner over at Route 6. And then the show starts at 730. It's going to be a phenomenal time. Only $15 for a ticket. If you want to get a table or tickets in advance, find me, reach out, or Email us over here at TV8, and we'll get you guys a big table and tickets as well. It's going to be so much fun. We have a great second hour for you guys. Stick around. We'll be right back on Good Morning Vale. Good Morning Vale. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TVA Vale. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, Experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. Hey there, I'm Cece Zach with Good Day Vale, and today I have the pleasure of talking with Dale Mosier and James Kenley of the Vale Symposium to help us understand how we can thrive in the Vale Valley by attending their events and becoming intellectually stimulated. Join us. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week, delivering content in all sorts of mediums. Take us with you on the go as Good Morning Vale and Good Day Vale are now available as podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Pandora. And don't forget, 
You can always find TV8 on YouTube, tv8veil.com, and all of our social media platforms. Just another reason why there's more for you on 92. Learn the latest in science each week and how it relates to everyday life. From space exploration, to plant biology, to the latest in high-tech advances. Every new scientific development is explored and explained in an understandable way. Amazing stories each week. Watch Science Now. Hey everybody, good morning, Vale is back. I'm Liz and we have a really great segment to show you right now. We've got Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. She made her way over to Rome in Eagle. It's a really wonderful place. They've in their first year. Let's find out what's going on over there. Welcome to the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw, here in beautiful Eagle, Colorado at the gorgeous restaurant Rome. I'm here with Adrienne, the owner and cook of the beautiful Rome in Eagle, Colorado, and she's such a stunning human being. I love your space. I feel honored to be here. Thank I you. feel like I've known you through lifetimes at this point. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I Likewise. Am, thank you. And I'm so impressed with your space, and I heard the food even elevates it more. How are you oh, doing, Adrienne? I'm well, thank you. Good. And so I want to know, I know a little bit of the background of Rome. How did this beautiful place come to be? How did this all happened, manifest itself? Uh, it was manifested and it worked. Um, I started out as a food truck and yeah. it was called the Roaming Gourmet. We okay. started in Rancho Del Rio oh. uh, for a summer, uh, right as COVID was at its peak, which was great. Um, <laughs> uh, then uh, winter rolled around and we had an opportunity to join the team at Bonfire. Yes. So we had our food truck right in front of Bonfire Brewery, which is directly next door to this uh, brick and mortar. And an opportunity came up that uh, the space next to them was open for a restaurant. But the caveat was that there was no kitchen. It isn't zoned for a kitchen. <laughs> okay. So ironically, I had right. a food truck. Wow. So we just rolled it around the block and hooked it up. And this is our brick and mortar with a 20 foot food trailer as our kitchen. Okay, so it truly was meant to be. This was not by so. circumstance, yeah. happenstance. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's amazing. And I actually remember the food truck and you guys are, we're always so, there were a million people around and it was so popular. Yeah, it was great. And so now do a lot of those people know that this has shifted into, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. and it's been two years. It'll be two years in a couple weeks that okay. we've been at this brick and mortar. Okay. And it was one full year of the Roaming Gourmet as the food truck. Right. Um, so, we, and we did elevated pub food out of that food truck. Right. Um, you know, things like duck tacos and oh. duck confit, things like that. Um, really nice slow braised meats. We oh. really pushed it you know, push the limits. Well, and that's what I'm so interested in because I did a little research beforehand and I looked at all the food options and I know that your menu changes, am I correct, weekly, monthly? Is monthly. It? Monthly, yeah. okay. That yeah, is... we change our menu monthly. So, and, and now <laughs> we have an opportunity to be a little bit more, um, 
I don't know, intricate with the details. Right. Instead of just a food truck where it's kind of fast. Right. This is more relaxed dining. It's we can relax a little bit more in preparation. Not too much, but a little bit more <laughs> in preparation. Bit. It's a it's a the timing is different. So it it allow it allows us to you know, spend a little bit more time on the menu and spend a little bit more time plating. and. But that's a huge deal, a monthly, I don't know any other restaurant I can't even think of yeah. anywhere I've been that does yeah. a monthly shift of their menu. Yeah. It's ridiculous and insane. <laughs> I love and, <laughs> You're like, it's my brilliant poor staff. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really great. And it. I think that a lot of, a lot of cooks and people in kitchens get a little bit, you know, it's, it's tiring doing the same dishes over yeah. and over again. And I think that people, I, I really thought that people, our guests would want to have the same thing over and over again. And I find that they don't. I find that they're really eager when we change the menu monthly. And our, our specials are, are also wonderful. We have specials on top of our monthly changes. I love I, that. Yeah. I think that people come to ex- have come to expect that, let's come as many times as we can this month because it's changing. So we see a lot of repeat guests. Cool. It's really fun. I love that. Well, and I'm so inspired because you let me know that so much of the decor, the alcohol, what you buy as far as like making the food, all of the ingredients, it's very much local based and your local love and appreciation. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's well, a big Colorado deal. Colorado is an amazing state and it, yeah. it has so many different, you know, amazing things that it produces or come out of it from Palisade peaches to bourbons, to beers, to, you know, some wonderful produce that we get here, our, our cows, our lamb, our pork, so really we don't need to look very far <laughs> and it, it's safer, it's cleaner. Uh, we know where our food is coming from, which I think more people are being, you know, very, it's, people are more cognizant of that as well as me. I never feed my guests anything that I wouldn't ingest myself. So I, it's important to me that it's clean. It's I good. love that you said that. And I also know that you don't use any hormones in your food, no which hormones. is huge. Yeah, That's a nothing. big deal. I don't believe in it. I don't, I think that a lot of our, you know, without getting too crazy and, you know, medical, <laughs> I just believe a lot of issues health-wise come from eating tainted foods. So, 100%. and I, you know, hopefully the world is changing and they're starting to see that and it's, it used to be very difficult. Even two years ago, it was difficult for me to find some foods and meats that weren't, you know, injected with hormones right. or antibiotics. And it's much easier today to find it. I felt so. that shift. You're like, oh, simplistic <clears throat> feeling yeah. and idea, but it's truth. What you put in your body is yeah. obviously what you're going to get out sure. of it. So. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> and this is such a beautiful romantic space. I mean, it's stunning. Thank did you. you do the decor? Yeah, did you? I did. I, I did. How, yeah. This woman is amazing. She does it all. I'm cooking. She does the decor. It's, you have a gorgeous patio. I would love to hear about that. That's stunning. Yeah. So we do have limited seating in this space. And when I first looked at it, I was so enthralled with it. I loved how, how intimate it was. Yeah. And I thought we could really make this space feel like it was, it could be anywhere. It could be in Italy. It yes. could be in, you know, uh, Morocco. It could be in Colorado. It could be anywhere. Uh, and that's what I wanted to kind of mirror was just, it could be anywhere, but it's an intimate, lovely space yeah. that you could come on a date, on a first date. <laughs> um, you could come with your family. You could come with your friends. And it's it has like a nice, you know, energetic buzz to it because it is small inside. 
but we had the opportunity knowing that there was this big outdoor space um, that may or may not have been built for that. It may have been built for something else, but we utilized it as an outdoor seating area that enhances our capacity off season. And it's gorgeous. So it really is pretty. It's kind of, um, we were talking yes. that I kind of, um, you know, mirrored it after some restaurants in LA, one being Ivy, the yes, Ivy in LA. Yes. And it, it, I wanted it to feel like there was greenery all around. And again, with an outdoor space, you know, typically they're very wide open and cavernous. The sky is your ceiling. Yes. And we still have that in part of it, but we wanted it to feel like there were hanging lights and hanging chandeliers and still very romantic. And I feel like very secret garden vibes with yeah. the mountains in the background. Yeah. The it's so pretty. You can't do any better than that. Oh, it is beautiful. People love sitting out there. Well, and that's brilliant to know because I do love the spaces so small and, well, not even small, intimate. And yeah. it does have such good energy, good vibes in here. And you said, though, you can go on open table. You can. So yes. that way you know that you definitely have yes. yeah, a reservation. Yes. And then if there confirm. is overflow, you can go out to the patio and Absolutely. enjoy. Absolutely. That's And your yeah. bar is amazing as yeah. well. It's I can't get away bar. from that. Yeah. Um, it's a great bar. It's a great, the, the drinks are really, we're very proud of our cocktails. Yeah. And you said so. that you have non-alcoholic options and alcoholic <clears throat> options. Which we is do. a huge, I think right now becoming a boom, it's a booming thing. Yeah. yeah. We've had any spirits on our shelf since we opened our doors, knowing wow. that, you know, I think part of it was that we were an eagle and we wanted to attract people from all over the valley up and down. Uh, and driving would be an issue if you were going to have, right. you know, more than one drink. So we have drinks or, or NA spirits on our menu that you can replace a tequila with an NA so tequila, cool. replace a bourbon with an NA bourbon. And I've never even heard of that, to be yeah. quite frank with you. Yeah. So I'm They're sure really other people great. are going to be, yes. Yeah, it's really great. And a lot of them are distilled the same way, just it takes the alcohol out. So it's really neat. Well, I am very excited to come in. Personally, I know I've heard already from certain friends that we both <laughs> know how amazing the food is. What is your favorite dish to create at this? I know you're always evolving, changing. It's fluid, you know, as far as mm -hmm. your food. Is there one thing that you love to make here? Uh, I can't. It's like picking I a know. favorite child. I, know. Um, I think that we do variations of different types of meatballs okay. uh, and different sauces. Yeah. So there's that. Um, whether it's pork or veal or venison, I, I love creating some sort of a meatball dish and our, our guests really, really love it. Um, I do a, one of my one of my go-tos here, and we just changed the sauce and it's coming up on the next menu, is our sous vide uh, or slow cooked pork shank. Oh. So we're doing a spin on it this month uh, that is more of an Asian spin-off of okay. that. Um, so we'll we'll definitely do that. Um, that's one of my favorites, and I always like to bring back, especially in the winter time. My uncle Johnny made a cacciatore dish, an Italian oh, cacciatore yes. dish that was just to die for. Mm. And in honor of him and him teaching me that dish, I I do repeat that, and our love guests that. love it. So. Well, you are fabulous. I feel like I made Thank a new you. bestie today. I adore you. I think your space is stunning. I can't Thank wait to you. try the food. I've already, like I said, heard amazing things, and I cannot wait to come in. So thank well, you so much, Adrian. I can't wait to serve you. <laughs> Keep it right here for more of the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen.
Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8, así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. everybody it's tva good morning veil on a beautiful saturday morning and i have a beautiful guest with me everybody knows claire newball how are you today well you know usually this time on a saturday i'm in my nobody's going to see me clothes uh -oh. which bear a, a striking resemblance to pajamas but so thank you for getting me up it's going to be a super productive saturday now well i have to say if you Look, if you feel like you are just sleepy or whatever, you look amazing. <laughs> Thank so you. not everybody can wake up and look this good. You know what I'm saying? You're too kind, Liz. So listen, we have you here for a specific reason. It's a huge surprise for everybody. But first, before we get into that, let's find out what's going on in the community. So Monday, the county offices are closed. Okay, we have a holiday 
coming up. That's been canceled. What the heck? <laughs> now they call it because of indigenous. Okay, I'm yeah, so it's confused. it's the holiday formerly known as Columbus Day, who's apparently been canceled. I know and now they is, call it Indigenous It's holiday. Indigenous People's Day. But the state of Colorado actually went a whole different way. And they're like, we're not in a fool with this. And they have the first Monday of October, Mother Cabrini Day. What in the heck is that? Well, you know, it is a little strange to have a, you know, a Catholic mother as a, a state holiday. But she actually throughout the West created a lot of schools and orphanages uh-huh. and medical clinics. Like a lot of them, like you know, dozens of okay. these throughout the West, and many here in Colorado. There's a shrine. You probably see the signs for it when you're on I-70, mm-hmm. the Mother Cabrini Shrine. So that's what the state does. But that state office is not everybody has to do that. So here in the county, we still take this day in October that, again, if, you know, you can still call it Columbus Day or you can call it Indigenous People's Day. Will you please, I, I feel a little ignorant right now because I, I try and keep up with everything. Why did they cancel Columbus? Is that insulting to some people? Well, um, apparently... Everyone's um, so offended. Uh, apparently the explorers were not super nice people. So when they okay. show up, they would suggest to the natives that they convert and when they didn't convert, they would force them to convert. Oh. Um, so that's one of the things. They just did other, like, unsavory things that okay. we wouldn't appreciate today. Well, a lot of people do unsavory things. Are we just going to cancel America altogether at This one is point? a huge, huge topic, Liz. I, you know, um, <laughs> and I know people get super upset about it. Um, I think there's certain things that... Um, there's certain historical figures from the past. Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna have sell, we're not gonna have holidays for him. Um, well, I hope not, and I hope we don't have holidays for certain people that are in our present. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like well, everybody. It doesn't matter when the time is. There's always good and bad people. So you know, this is a little bit of a tangent, but you know, Colorado. One of the explorers who came to Colorado. Um, a little more than 150 years ago was John Wesley Powell. Okay. He went down the Green River and the Colorado River. Many of the things he named are still with us today. The Grand Canyon, um, Bridal Veil Falls, Angel Falls, these kinds of things. But he didn't name stuff after people. And I think we should all take a cue from that. I like that idea. Because, you know, 100 years from now, nobody's going to know who that person is. Right. Or um, if they turn out to be a sour grape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's give things descriptive names and, you know, stay away from naming things. That's that's my philosophy. On I think it's great because then there's never going to be a question as to what the meaning behind a name yeah. is and there's yeah. usually not a meaning behind a name but people are looking for meanings now yeah. Yeah. everybody just wants to be offended just let's all be happy already that's yeah. the way i feel it's just right too much nervousness around everybody yeah. and i just think that we are all a happy group of people especially here in our community so let's take it back and let's just kind of relax and enjoy everything and okay so monday's a holiday <laughs> monday's a holiday the landfill will be open but okay. the county offices here uh, over in elgebel they they will be closed okay we'll be back uh, back bright and early tuesday morning bright and early everybody and yeah. so do we have anything exciting going on for off season yeah so um, if you want to get your Martha Stewart on, we've mm. got a canning and preserving workshop. I shouldn't say we. It's actually CSU Extension okay. that works closely with the county. They do of uh, the 4-H programs, nice. for instance. Yeah. So they've got a canning and preserving class coming up on November 7th. 
So if you want to sign up, come to eaglecounty.us and you'll see the link there to sign up for the canning class. And, you know, a lot of people love doing this. For instance, Palisade peaches. You know, people can those so you can eat those throughout the winter. At least that was my sister's idea, but then she gave away just about all the ones she can. Oh, that's funny. here's why it's important. Because at high altitude, water boils at a different temperature. No kidding. And so the thing, the <laughs> whole point what. of like boil, boiling and temperature is that you got to kill all the little microbes oh. or you're going to have a, a nasty case of botulism in the middle of the winter when you oh. try to dig into those peaches or whatever it is. So that canning workshop is happening on November 11th. It's kind of a day-long workshop. It's pretty cheap, 25 bucks. It oh, always wow. fills up. So go to eaglecounty.us. You'll see the description there and how to sign up. I think that's a great idea. I know a lot of people that like to do stuff like this, yeah. and you can have everything preserved in a proper way without all the germs and stuff like that. And I it, love that idea. You know, idea. there's no preservatives. You yeah. know where those peaches came from or yeah, whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Now, we have a few minutes left, and I am super excited. So, everybody, we are talking about the Too Funny for Their Own Gourd Comedy Fall Festival, and we are going to have the best time. I'm going to be one of the feature acts we have Brent Tober as a headliner. It's all taking place on Route 6 Cafe and Lounge on the 14th of this month. And you can sit down for dinner at 6, and then the show starts at 7.30. But this is the cool part. Everybody knows this beautiful lady as what you do here in our community. But I found out that you've done comedy in the past. So I reached out to Claire, and I said, hey, you want to do some time? She goes, let's do it. Yeah. So explain to me. How you ever even tried comedy and oh. what went down when you did? So I um, I was getting a Master's of Fine Arts in Creative Writing. Ooh. And so MFA programs, they most of them teach literary writing. Right. So this is the stuff you had to read in school, kind okay. of reading. And I, you know, I wanted to improve my writing skills, but I really wanted to write humor. And so I'd picked up, I was kind of self-teaching myself, and I'd picked up a book and I forget the author, but she had done stand-up in the past. And so she was essentially, it was like the, the comedy Bible. Nice. But one of the things she said was, you should schedule an, an open mic. Because when you do stand-up, it forces you to condense. Correct. And this is a really powerful thing to learn with writing. Less is more. Oh, yes. And so um, at the time, Gypsum Days had a adult talent show no so i called them i'm like hey could i do a stand-up routine and they're like uh we've never had one of those before and so there was like some discussion and they're like um you're not in a cuss are you and i'm like okay i will not cuss and they're like okay you can do it so i showed up there were about 25 acts all singers and then me oh my so gosh. I probably came in dead last but i will say i didn't get hit with any bottles in the head there you People, go you know, chuckled politely. There were, you know, some golf claps. So because I thought, okay, the people in Gypsum are just too nice. Yeah. I need to, like, go get roughed up somewhere. Yeah, go cuss. So at the time, I was living overseas, and there was an international comedy club in Zurich nice. run by a bunch of Brits. Well, you know how the Brits are about their comedy. Like, yes. they're comedians. We are yanks, yeah, you know. Right. Um, and then there's the whole, we talked about this offline, um, misogyny like oh Mm -hmm. a girl so I called them up and I'm like hey can I do you know do you guys allow open mic and they're like yeah all right and I don't think they expected me to show right so I show that night and they're like okay there were two headliners so they put me between the two headliners and 
Well, so the first thing that happened, I, it'd been a while since I'd been on a stage, and I forgot that when you get on a stage, those lights come up, you can't see a thing. You are just, yep. it's like you are in an FBI interrogation at a rendition site somewhere. In front of a bunch of silhouettes. And you're like, I can't see anybody. Yeah. And so it kind of like shook me up a little bit, but I went on with my set and I got so much positive feedback. The one thing people said was, you were too fast. You didn't give us time to, to laugh. And yeah. I'm like, they told me I had five minutes. I had to like right. go fast. You do learn though as yeah. it gets time goes on. So they invited me to go to their other clubs. In, wow. And, but you know, here's the thing. I had kids at the time. You know, it's a late night kind of job. And I'm like, you know, as much as I think this is fun and would love to do it, it's not quite compatible with my current lifestyle. Got you. So I, I stepped away from comedy, so I'm glad you've invited me back in. It's oh going to be fun to, to give it a go again. I have to say, it's going to be super exciting having you here. We're also going to bring Hunter in. He's going to do some time. Yeah. And I think you're going to just be fantastic and incredible. And I'm super looking forward to it. And guess what? You can cuss all you want. <laughs> Well, that's a, that's good to hear. You know, the next day is actually my birthday. Oh, my and gosh. So some people, you know, for their birthdays, I don't know, they go skydiving, they go climb something. I'm going to go do a stand-up set. I can't wait. I have a feeling you're going to be fantastic. And you were such an impressive woman. Between your background in the Air Force, your schooling, your degrees, and what you do for our community, and now we're going to see you and laugh with you. I can't wait. This is Clear Noble, everybody, and we cannot wait to have you. This is going to be so much fun. Mark your calendars for the 14th so we can celebrate Claire's birthday and have a big laugh at this beautiful lady as well. And it's going to be so much fun, so we hope to see you there. Thank you so much for coming by this Thanks morning. Thanks for having me on, Liz. Oh, my God. The amazing Claire Noble, everybody. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Good Morning Vale after this. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vale. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi there! Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to The Neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in.
Good morning, everybody. We are back on the set for Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm really excited. We are Zooming with the headliner for our big show on October 14th at Route 6, the Too Funny for Their Own Gourd Comedy Festival. Brant Tobler, our big-time headliner, is on with me. What's going on, Brant? Good morning. Good morning, Vale. Uh, nothing going on. I just woke up. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. You still got your shades on, so you're really cool, calm, and collected uh, for this morning. I wish I could claim that. Uh, I just did eight shows in Vegas, eight nights in Vegas, and I have pink eye. And it oh, was no! <laughs> I do not want to put the put uh, everybody watching through looking at this, so I'm... Uh, Struggling with, with pink eye this morning, but uh, it'll be long gone by the time I get to Vail. So what happens in Vegas turns into pink eye in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there's people have, have many ideas of what happened. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't want to uh, know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't want to tell you what happened. You will look at me differently. <laughs> well, listen, I am really excited to have you on as our headliner. I have Claire Nova with us, too. She's going to do a guest set for us. We discovered Claire has been a friend of TVA for years and years and She's got a really great history here in our community, and we just found out she does comedy, so we're going to bring her on as well. So we have her sitting with us, too. But, Brent, tell us about your history in comedy. How long have you been doing it, and what brings you to this amazing status? You seem to be doing a lot of comedy. I've, I follow you, and I couldn't wait to have you on as a headliner. So let's just learn a little bit about you. I'm I'm excited to do the show for Claire's birthday. That's one of the main reasons I signed up to do it, so I could celebrate her <laughs> birthday with Claire. But uh, yeah, I've been doing it um, for I've been doing it for about 18 years. I I grew up in Wyoming actually, and then I moved to uh, Vegas, started there. Then I lived in Los Angeles for about nine years, and and I've just been on the road. But I just got tired of LA, and and I just love Denver, so I moved back to Denver. And uh, yeah, so it's. Uh, it's hard to call it a job because it's it's so fun to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a blast. You get paid. You get to laugh and enjoy and socialize and have such a great time. So we all have our reasons for going into comedy. What's yours? You know what? I wasn't I wasn't good at anything else. I actually, I started, I was always class clown in like junior high and high school. But growing up in Wyoming, it just never was, you, you just never even dreamed of like being a comedian. So then I went to college in Phoenix, and one day my buddy's like, you should be a comedian. And I was scared to be a comedian because a couple times I talked into a microphone and heard my voice amplified, it made my eyes water. So I was like, I can't be a crying comedian. So I <laughs> chickened out for like two years and then uh, eventually had a couple adult beverages and invited like 10 people, and they were they were like, you got to go do it. So then the first time I did it, I actually – uh, it went really well, and, and I was hooked, and, and there's been no, no turning back. That's 18 years ago, and I'm still doing it today. There's something about comedy. I feel the same way. When I decided to try it, I literally went to Chicago where nobody knows me, <laughs> and I decided to try it then, and it felt so good. I was crying when I got off stage, and my friend goes, why are you crying? And I go, because that's the greatest I've ever felt in my life. You get that bug, and, it, and you're done. Now, Claire, I know that you tried comedy, but then you had a career and children and a life to get back to. But now that you have settled a little bit and you do this comedy, I have a feeling you're going to get the bug again and get ready to just hit the stages. Well, I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's so special to be able to make people laugh. Nothing better. Because it, you, know, you feel good doing it, 
but you're making a room full of people feel good at the same time because we need to laugh. Laughter is medicine. Oh, without a doubt. I like to overdose sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Brant, so when you see somebody like myself and Claire sitting here on the sofa and we got some girls coming into the comedy scene, how do you feel about women in comedy? Uh, I love it. You know, I, I, <laughs> honestly, when um, when I started, I was just like an idiot kid from Wyoming that didn't think women were funny. And then uh, I worked with women and they buried me and I got humbled very fast and realized <laughs> uh, not only are women funny, there's a lot of women that are funnier than me. So, you know, I think that's like and I think we're that's like an old school mentality. But I, uh, you know, I work with here in Denver, we have a, a ton of funny women and, and L.A. and you know, I work with the uh, women all over. So I think that's, yeah, it used to be like a stigma, but anybody that knows um, some of the funniest people in the world are women. So I'm excited to work with you guys. I'm so appreciative of your response because I know a lot. You say it's a, you know, a, a tired old thing, but I still know so many men that just will not book women or they just don't think women are funny. And I really appreciate that you said that because you're humble and you're awesome. And I mean, you don't have to, you obviously don't have any, you know, worries about being on stage with women, men or anybody else. It seems like you're very, very gracious and accepting to everybody who has a great talent. Yeah, I, th I think it's men that don't do comedy that um, that think like that. Because once again, I said if you if you're actually a comedian, you you realize anybody can uh, be funny, and you get humbled very fast. So I think it's when you're starting out, you're like, oh, I'm funnier than so and so, and then uh, you they go up there and, and they bury you, and you're <laughs> like, uh, I'm not close to as funny as them. I, I need to work harder. So totally, I think it's a lot of guys that are you know, it's a lot of well, there's a lot of guys that don't think. I'm or uh, guys are funny, you know. It's it's people that don't have the courage to go try it that are, are the ones that that are always so much funnier than everybody else. I totally agree with that, and I'm really really glad that you're touching on certain information because women have had a little bit more of a struggle in pretty much everything, you know, as we get on. But I like that you said it's old school, so we're gonna get this new feeling that we're just all equal on that stage, and we're gonna have such a great time. Brant, when you started comedy, did you ever expect to see yourself as a headliner touring? I mean, this is I a mean, big no. dream. It was always a dream. I've always, you know, my dreams are, I've always said I outdream my dreams. I just wanted to be like a PE teacher and, and like <laughs> high school basketball coach in my little town in Wyoming. And um, so I never even, like in Wyoming, there was no comedy clubs or anything. So I never thought that I would get the chance. You know, I performed. Italy, Greece, Turkey, wow. Barcelona. I've, I've got to go perform for the troops. I've been on TV. I've, I've, I've done so much that I never, uh, I never dreamed it. So it's I'm very, uh, I'm very grateful, and, and it's just uh, you know I, I never thought I'd get to perform in Vail. Growing up in Cheyenne, Wyoming, just even going to Vail is like so cool. But like last week, I was in Vegas, and to see my big fat head on a like a hundred foot marquee was uh, <laughs> it just stuff. I never take it for granted because, again, I just never, um, growing up in a small town in Wyoming, you just never dream stuff like this is possible. Well, it is. And I know that you deserve right where you are. You've done so many great things, and I can't wait to be part of a show with you. And, you know, it's very interesting that you bring up the topic of you never expect to see yourself in a different spot when you start off. But you obviously have the talent and we can manifest anything that we want. If we really believe in ourselves and we know we can do it, 
we can do it. And that's the most important part. And Bale is super excited to have you as well. Now, if people want to get an idea of what your comedy is about, is it dark? Is it topical? Is it life situational? It's very topical about my life. You know, I just tell stories about my life. Um, right now, unfortunately, a lot of my materials about uh, my ex fiance that didn't quite work out. So we're talking a lot about almost getting married and not getting married and now being back in the dating uh, world because I just want to be a dad and, then I, t- I talk a lot about just uh, growing up in Wyoming and then living in Vegas because they're two pretty unique, uh, unique situations. So I just kind of talk about what happens in my day to day life, and I would not—I'm not dark at all. I mean, some of it's, uh, you know, some of it. I have pink eye. I talk about how I got pink eye stuff like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the material just kind of happens, and I, I talk about my everyday uh, everyday life. Well, guess what? Life is funny. And I love that you say that. I don't know about you, Claire. I don't know what your shtick is yet. And I can't wait to find out. But if people can relate and if people can identify with what you're talking about, anything that's relative in this world, whether even if you're going through like you went through a breakup brand and things like that, it's all something that everybody can relate to. And that's why I think that it's funny because everybody has a scenario in their life that they can identify with, with the same situation as us. And I feel like as comedians, we talk about things that people just don't want to say, but they think and they feel, but they're not ready to talk about. So if we're there, we can just throw it at them and then they can be like, ah, relax and laugh about it. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, to me, it's like therapy kind of, and and I just like to get it out. And I think uh, the audience likes when you're vulnerable and, I think it's a lot more fun. Unfortunately, going through a breakup sucks, but it's uh, much better for my career because when I was happy in love, there's not really anything funny about that. That just sounds like I'm standing up there bragging about how great <laughs> my girlfriend is and my life is. So uh, it's not good for the heart, but it's been good for the for the shows because I, I can uh, make fun of myself and talk about that. and. You know, and, and there's good, and then now, I, I mean, we've been broken up for a while, so now dating, I mean, like you said, everyone not, either is dating or going through dating, so it's very relatable, so I think uh, the people going through it, it relates to their what they're going through, and then the people that are happily uh, in a relationship, I think, enjoy uh, listening to my struggles and being happy they don't have to go through a, a world where you have to kind of meet your match on a dating app, it, I think I think couples are happy that they they don't have to deal with what I, what I'm going through is swipe left or swipe right to to find my future baby mother. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that, but you never know if you can meet somebody in person. So don't let go of that ideal either. But I think that the more dysfunctional we are, the funnier we are. I just feel like all the life experience that I've had is why I can bring all the funny stuff to the stage and to have people relate. And um, Claire, what do you think? Do you talk about life in general? Oh, or? absolutely, because that's what resonates with people. And, and so people in the audience, when they hear you talking about whether it's a breakup or your kids, or they've been there. And they they don't feel alone. Yep. And it also, uh, to his point about the breakup, you know, this is, we've we've all gone through rough patches. Mm -hmm. And this is what comedy is so great for, is helping us get through the rough patches. And kind of put them in perspective. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I agree with both of you guys. Brant, I'm so excited for you to come on down to the Vale Valley and do your thing. Now you've been doing comedy for 18 years. I'm super excited. Have you ever been out here? You've been here to visit, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've good. Done, I've done a show in Vale. I just did Aspen. Uh, I did Aspen a month ago with Tom Segura at the at the Belly Up. So that was that was been the highlight of oh, the summer. Wow. Uh, stopped in Vail on on my way and uh, had some lunch. But I love Vail. I've done a I've done a couple shows up there. That's incredible. I am so excited and proud to have booked you for this show. And I knew I was originally going to do a double headliner, but after talking to you and you were telling me, you know what? No, let's just be right here. <laughs> and now I'm so glad I did that because you're going to be amazing, and we cannot wait to have you here. And I really appreciate you joining in on our little comedy festival that we have. Well, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I uh, I did like Greeley last week, and uh, I've done like Pueblo recently, so it's good to mix it up and go somewhere beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the beauty of comedy. Some nights you're uh, in Vail, and then some nights I'll uh, be in Laramie, Wyoming or yep. something. So we call those I, hell gigs, really... but people laugh at anything over there. So I'm really yeah. excited about October 14th, everybody. Make sure you get your calendars all marked down. It's the Too Funny for the Rome Gore Comedy Festival. Thank you, Brant Tobler, for being here via Zoom with us this morning. And... Claire Noble as well. We're going to have the best time. Get your tickets. It's only $15 a person. So make sure you get yourself signed up. And we will see you guys on the 14th over at Route 6 Cafe and Lounge. Thanks again, Brant, for being with me this morning. Now go take care of that pink eye, would you? I will. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. We'll see you in just a couple of weeks. All right. This was so much fun. Thank you again for being here with me, Claire. Thanks. And we are so excited to have this show come up. And I know you're going to be wonderful. I know I'm going to be fabulous. And Brand's going to be hilarious. So we're going to have the best time, everybody. Mark those calendars, October 14th. We'll be right back with more Good Morning Veil vale after this. TVA Vale is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Vale.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at RevivalValeValley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. 
Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Good morning, Vale! Come on! Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park. It's America's only mountaintop theme park. In fact, it's so high up that you need to take a gondola to get there. My name is Arthur Wheeler. I'm the attractions manager here at Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park. A very unique place, right? We've got all of our natural attractions with our caves, and then we have 12 phenomenal other rides and attractions that we have here. Our latest addition is Defiance, which is our brand new 110 foot tall roller coaster, right? And fun fact, it actually has the steepest free fall drop west of the Mississippi. So my favorite ride here is Giant Canyon Swing. Every single time I ride it, right, my brain just never seems to get it, right? It's just, we're gonna get this full send off the cliff edge and it's just this ultimately thrilling experience ride. It's rated among the top three scariest rides on earth. I wasn't quite ready to be sent off a cliff on a giant swing, but I did try the Alpine Coaster. It's unlike any roller coaster I've ever been on. It's similar to an Alpine slide, but you have full control over your own speed. And if you're like me, you like to take things slow and take in the views. There's not a lot of fantasy or make-believe at this adventure park. The views are all Mother Nature, including these caves, which Arthur says have a lot of history. In the late 1800s, uh, the Darrow family began uh, showing tours in our historic fairy cave that we have here, right? It's actually one of the first caves in the United States to have electric lights. And over time, uh, that cave went from the Darrow family to the Preble family. This is where our current owner, uh, Steve Beckley, comes into play. Uh, when Steve Beckley was in college, he began writing to Peter Preble, um, who was the owner of the mountain at the time, and trying to convince him, you know, like, he had found the caves and he wanted to, you know, open these caves back up to the public and really kind of create this awesome experience. And it took over 10 years of writing Peter Preble before uh, they were able to come to an agreement. That persistence paid off. And now the public can enjoy the adventure park all year round. During the winter season, we have winter on the mountain um, where we have close to a million lights that we put on all of our various trees, right? So it's just well lit up and everything is just this magical kind of sparkle that you're gonna get in the winter. Sounds like the perfect day off from skiing. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avija Scar.
Great job, Avija. We love her. She gets out and about and talks to everybody here in our community, and it's a lot of fun. So stick around for lots more interviews with Avija Scarborough. Now we're going to take a look at your weather today. It's going to be a beautiful day filled with sunshine and blue skies and low winds, only 5 to 10 miles per hour, 37 degrees by 8 a.m. and 68 degrees for your high today. We have sunny skies throughout the entire day by noon, 59 degrees. 4 p.m., 65 degrees, and then by 5, or 8 p.m., rather, 55 degrees and clear skies. As we take a look at the I-70 corridor, make our way over to Denver, 73 degrees and sunny, sunny all the way around here as well. Vail, 68, 72 in Eagle, and 70 degrees in Avon. 33 degrees tonight for your overnight low, beautiful crescent moon, clear skies, and your sun will set today at 6.42 p.m., Days are getting shorter, everybody. And then we're going to take a look at your five-day forecast. We have sun all the way through Tuesday, 69 on Sunday, 68 degrees on Monday, 31 degrees for your low, 32 degrees for your low on Tuesday with sunny skies, 67 degrees for your high. And then we hit Wednesday with a 60% chance of precipitation, 52 degrees is your high, and 29 degrees is your low. And then by Thursday, 80 degree, 80% rather chance of a wintry mix. That snow and rain mixed together. Oh, joy. Just be careful while you drive, everybody. 42 degrees will be your high that day, and 28 degrees will be your low. Please remember to bring in those plants that you work so hard to keep alive during the summer and the spring so you can keep them alive for next season as well. I had a great show with you guys today. Thanks for tuning in to your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale right here on TV8. My guests were wonderful. We had Phil from Hidden Table Games in Eagle. you got to get over there. You can sit and join friends and family, and even some people you're just going to meet for that time and play big games, and it's just so much fun. You can have such a wonderful experience, something a little different for everybody to do, and it's just a lot of fun filled with joy. They are located in Eagle. That's Hidden Table Games. Check them out. I also want to thank Claire Noble for coming in. She gave us such a great insight as to what's going on in the community, and she's part of our big show on the 14th of this month. Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook at home? Watch Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller on TV8 Vale. Tracy brings you the best in fresh and healthy foods for the active outdoor lifestyle. 